0: Radio. You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Seth Peterson. Hi,
1: I'm Debbie Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jefflin Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor
0: Webb. Hi,
2: this is Charlotte Ross. Hi,
0: this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet.
2: Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth. And you're listening to Talk pets Talking pets. Talkin pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Pet. Talkin pets. Talking pets. Talkin pets with John Patch. John You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch.
0: here in advance. Here to answer your training questions, behavior questions, and your doggy agility questions at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. The show is produced by Miss Amanda Page. Hey there, Johnny Boy. Hi, Mandy. Hi. The show is also produced by Mr. Zach Budin. When you call in, you'll speak with Zach, and he'll put you on the air with us. At 866-606-TALK, that's 866-606-8255. We have a special guest joining us in this hour. Her name is Katrina Smith. She's the author of Animal Planet's Red-Eared Sliders. So if you've got questions about a red-eared slider, give us a call. Or if you don't know what they are, wait and find out. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255 866-606-8255 is the number. But once again, I'm John Patch.
2: I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page.
0: We'll also be giving away some bottles of Earth-Friendly Natural Pets, Fantastic as well, to uh, some lucky people. So stay tuned for that. But pick up the phone and give us a call at 866-606-8255. That's 866-606-Talk. You're listening to Talking Pets. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Karen
3: Vance. And Amanda Page.
0: Karen and uh, Mandy, did, you know, I run to you, but did you ever see one of these sliders run fast? I don't think they're going to run that quickly.
3: doesn't look like it, but I'm <laughs> not all that familiar with sliders. So I'm kind of excited about this whole topic.
0: It's kind of different, actually. It's something we haven't, I, I don't recall covering in quite some time. So, a red-eared slider. Very cute. Karen, do you know what they are?
2: I don't know, and it doesn't appear to be related to a glider, either. <laughs>
0: We'll find out from Katrina Smith. Katrina is the author of Animal Planet's Red Eared Sliders. And by the way, um, Katrina is going to be giving away a couple of her books during the interview, so stay tuned for that. If you've got a question, of course, about red eared sliders and how to take care of them, uh, give us a call at 866 606 Talk. 866 606 8255. Want to welcome onto the program right now? Katrina Smith. Hey, Katrina, how are you doing?
4: Oh, great. Thank you. Thanks for
2: having
0: me. Anytime. It's nice to have you on with us. I want to introduce you to Karen Vance and Amanda Page.
2: Hi, Katrina. Hi.
0: And you met Zach already. He's the one that called you. Yes. So when you call in, gang, uh, 866-606-8255, and you've got a question for Katrina Smith, uh, call that number, and Zach will put you on the line with us, and we may give you a copy of her book from Animal Planet Red-Eared Sliders. It's uh, TFH Publications. And you can find this book in bookstores as well, right, and online?
4: Yeah, it just uh, became available in Petco, and I hope Petsmart, and you can get it at Amazon.com or Borders.com.
0: Oh, so they have them in the pet stores too. Yes, that's cool. Very striking book, by the way, and it's very easy to take with you wherever you want to because it's not real thick, and but it's got everything you want to know about these guys within the book.
5: Thank you. Very
0: colorful, by the way. The pictures are phenomenal.
2: Good photographs.
4: Yeah, I, I took some of those. Some of those were actually turtles that were adopted, and some were um, friends' backyard ponds and enclosures.
0: Okay, so explain. You kind of gave the way there, so a lot of people are going, red-eared sliders. <laughs> it sounds like it might be one of those burgers that you get at a, at a restaurant, but um, <laughs> it's actually um, it's about turtles.
4: Yeah, sliders are turtles. They're the most common turtle in the pet trade, and they have been for over 60 years now.
0: Can I just tell you, I tried to get these little turtles one time and put them in my fish pond in the back. And I have a pond in my front and a pond in my back. Mm-hmm. And every time I put them in the back, they ran away.
4: Were you putting in the babies or larger ones? Babies. Something, I hate to say it, something was probably eating them. Really? <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't know. My fish are still in there, though.
4: How big are the fish?
0: Um, they're actually, you know, I gave up on koi because every time I put koi in there, you know, they're expensive um mm-hmm. the raccoons would come along or mm-hmm. you know egrets or whatever and you know they would eat them yeah. um so i went to feeder goldfish you know at a dollar a pop or a dollar a dozen i think it is it was much better that way and they grow quite big
4: and right they are well ready. if you start out with baby new hatchlings they are the Ritz cracker of everything wow so raccoons unfortunately this is one thing you have to keep in mind if you want a, a turtle in your backyard pond raccoons, herons, eagles, uh, even some snakes will eat baby turtles, and the raccoons and fox and things like that will eat, and eagles will eat adult turtles.
0: I've got actually a lot of black snakes in my backyard.
4: Yeah, that's a possibility. Hmm. I I hate to say it, but that's one thing that people need to keep in mind when they they really want a turtle for the backyard pond, or if the turtle's getting too big and they want to build a pond for the turtle, they want to make sure that... The area is predator-proof, and they also want to make sure the turtle can't escape because the males like to go on the lookout for girls, and the females will leave to go lay eggs sometimes and may not come back.
0: The males are out there looking for girls? Go yeah
2: <laughs> I noticed it said they could even climb chain-link fence, John. Is that true? Some have been known to climb the fence,
4: and it's not a bad idea if you enclose your yard or the pond to have a cap over the top so that if they do... If they are able to climb up, they'll hit that cap and come back down.
0: That's amazing. So that, Turtles know,
4: are much better climbers than you'd think. Just so
0: people know, I mean, all animals have some t- type of a scientific name. The red-eared slider?
4: Uh, Trachymes scripta elegans.
0: I wouldn't even try to <laughs> attempt to say that. That was very good. Um, so speaking of, you know, turtle is a reptile, right? Yes. Okay. So people know that. And how often would would this reptile, the turtle, lay eggs?
4: Well, in the wild, if, if they're down south, they have these uh, big farms in Louisiana. They may lay up to three or four times a year. If they're in a more northerly climate, they may only lay once a year. Now, if you're keeping them in captivity, some may never lay. Some may lay twice a year. Some may lay this year and not lay next year. It's it's kind of a crapshoot.
0: Now, the red-eared sliders, are they actually... they're water reptiles or are they yeah. semi are they all aquatic i mean can they...
4: um, it depends on who you ask some people consider them semi-aquatic some people consider them aquatic but basically they live in the water they come up on a log or the bank to bask in the sun and raise their core body temperature and like i said the females will come out of the water to lay eggs in the summer and the, and they may wander from pond to pond in a small area and that's so they spend most of their time in the water
0: are these guys, are the sliders actually very aggressive?
4: They can be with each other if they have a if they feel there's not enough space. You know, say if you have two females in a 55 gallon tank, then they may become aggressive with each other.
0: I had actually a snapper walking through my front yard, and I didn't want him going out to the road, so I picked him up very, you know, very put him in a bucket basically because I wasn't picking him up. He okay. probably ripped my arm off. And um, I tried putting him in the backyard by my pond, and he was another one that ran away. And I know he, <laughs> I don't think he got eaten because he looked like he was, you know, pretty much an alligator. He had that, you know, those things on his back and everything, and he looked very intimidating.
4: <laughs> right. Now, that that may have been a female off to find an egg laying spot, too, and she probably had some place in mind, which is why she didn't stay.
0: Uh, yeah, she left. She uh, took off like, you know, like most dates I've had. <laughs>
4: Well, the thing, if you're worried about them biting, any animal that has a mouth can bite. So you, th- these turtles can bite, but turtles as a whole don't like to be held. So it's a good idea to pick them up once a week and to go over physical to make sure there's no problems developing. But these aren't a touchy-feely pet. They're mostly to look at and just enjoy them doing what turtles do, swimming, eating, basking but they're not something you want to handle a
0: whole bunch. Well, Katrina, hold on. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll continue on with Katrina Smith. She is the author of Animal Planet Red-Eared Sliders. You can find the book in bookstores. You can find it online. You can also get it in stores, pet stores, and uh, Petco. Um, Or you can give us a call and have a question, and we'll give you a copy of the book. We're going to... Feel the question out of uh, the Nashville area, Tennessee, with Horace when we come back. So, Horace, don't go away. We'll come right back to you. Once again, I'm John
2: Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page.
0: 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255 is the number to call. You're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Yeah. Buster.
5: L-U-C-K-Y the number 10 and get 10% off any order no minimum at Petco.com
2: I play tennis because I love to but inside I want to win take away the court the net I might not be a player but I'll always be a competitor Lady Foot Locker understands
5: that Lady Foot Locker the first to carry Adidas off-court shoes and the gear that goes with them. If you play your best, there's no regret. Lady Foot Locker. One place, every woman. Go to ladyfootlocker.com and enter the code AFPLR1LF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code A F. P-L-R-2-L-F to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at LadyFootLocker.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website, PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoC. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
3: chases cats or cat door and inside of an owner's home. No word if anvils or rocket-powered roller skates were involved. With a Talking Pets News Brief by Amanda Page. Willie Bosco and his wife were startled out of bed by what they thought was a dog in their house. The dog turned out to be a coyote that had chased their cat into their home located in the heavy forest area of Oregon. Bosco usually keeps the gate closed on a fence that surrounds his backyard. He had opened it while pressure washing his deck and neglected to close it. The cat ran in. The cat door and the coyote had his, was hot on his trail, Bosco said. And needless to say, once the coyote got in the house, it was scared, real scared, it made a whole lot of ruckus. The coyote was literally scared, peeless and poopless, Bosco said, as it ran around until coming to a stop between two kitchen counters. Bosco got up. Uh, got help pulling up furniture so the coyote had only one route out an open door. He was coaxed out of the spot with two by 4s and ran out the door and jumped the tall backyard fence. Bosco said he was not at all surprised to see the coyote. He has photos of a bobcat and many coyotes. He said raccoons and woodpeckers also wander into their backyard when he's having cocktails. They're not invading us, he said, of wildlife we're invading them. We're in their land. The cat was not injured. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Amanda Page. If you're on a highway and Roadrunner goes beep
1: beep, just step aside or you might end up in a heap.
3: Roadrunner, Roadrunner runs on the road all day. Even the coyote can't make him change his way.
5: You do. Road <laughs> the after
0: you. Road and once again, you're listening to Talking Pets on John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page. you got to be careful of those nasty little coyotes because they're everywhere now.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah? I mean, yeah. everywhere.
0: And more and more stories have been popping up everywhere, like the one you just read about the cat. But pets are disappearing left and right because these coyotes are going into neighborhoods and people let their pets in their yard, especially the little guys. Right. And then they attack them and eat them. So, got to be careful.
2: I had some friends with sheep in Brooksville, and I only saw the wool.
0: That's all that was left. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like throughout Florida and everywhere, coyotes are just. You know, one day I had I was working in my front yard, and there, um, I would never forget this. There were two people, two or three people walking down the sidewalk, and, and Charlie across the street from my house was working in his yard. So you know, it's always a wave, hi, hello, and we're all working in our yards. People walking down through the neighborhood, and here comes this. It looked like a wolf, but it might have been a coyote.
3: Right down the middle of the street. Just, We've seen it, several in our neighborhood as well.
0: It didn't affect anybody. Didn't even look at anybody. Just yeah. had its head down and walked right down, right down the middle of the street, you know, and then ended up going into the school area. And I it might have been a, it looked like a wolf to me, but it might have been a coyote. Yeah. And just amazing. And we all looked at each other. The people stopped walking. My neighbor looked at me, I looked at my neighbor, I'm like, "What was that?"
3: Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> wow.
0: So, you know, you never know where they're going to show up. So keep your pets safe. Keep them indoors or keep a close eye on them. We're speaking with Katrina Smith. She's the author of Animal Planet Red-Eared Sliders. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. It's put out by TFH Publications. By the way, we do have a contest going as well, gang, so you can uh, go online. You have until 7.45 p.m. tonight during our show to head over to our Facebook fan page and comment on this week's Earth-Friendly Pet Products Contest. Now, you log on to our website, TalkingPets.com, where, by the way, you can watch us live on the web, and you click on the Facebook link on the top of our page. This will take you to our Facebook fan page. Now, on our Facebook wall, uh, find this week's contest note. If you would like to enter, you just leave a comment on the note. In your comment, nominate your favorite animal shelter as well. Then ask your Facebook friends to like your specific comment. Now, if you don't want to enter, you can just like someone already, listed comment, and vote for them and their shelter. There's uh, There are some great ones on there already, so make sure that you get in on the fun. And the comment with the most likes at, at the end of the show, at 7.45 p.m., during the end of our show, will be the winner. Now, the winner and the nominated animal shelter, they both get um, Talking Pets prize packs from Earth-Friendly Pet Products. That's pet as well, so that will be coming out to them. So register on our Facebook fan page. Go to Talkin'Pets.com. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Katrina, we have a question coming out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, that's around the Nashville area. And Horace. Hey, Horace. Welcome to Talking Pets.
1: Well, how are you doing today? Do you have sliders, Horace? It's a, how big do they grow? How much they weigh?
0: You want to know how much they weigh and how big do they grow? What do you think, Katrina? Yeah. I mean, these, these guys don't exactly grow into monsters, do they?
4: Well, it's... It depends. If you're looking for a, a small pet, then they can get pretty big. The males can get from 5 to 8 inches, and the females from 6 on up to 11 inches. So um, as an adult, you're looking at a 55- or 75-gallon aquarium
1: at least
0: You for housing about, them. You thinking about being a slider, Daddy Horace? Someday.
1: Hey, i will say I have a Bart Walker. He's uh owner of WGNS in Murfreesboro. I he love just Bart got
0: Walker. Up. You tell Bart Walker that I send my best, as always. He been
1: in He's uh, had a triple bypass surgery in St. Thomas in Nashville. Did he really? He, when was this? Yeah, he, about three weeks ago. He's still under the weather.
0: Oh, please give him my best. Tell him I know exactly what he's going through. Uh, two and years ago, I, was, I, I had, had double bro, bypass. I
1: want y'all to sign it and wish him the best, and I'm going to take it to him at WJN's downtown.
0: Hey, please, yes, send it on. We'll sign it definitely and send it on. Uh, let me know. Yeah, you have my email.
1: No, just send I don't have a computer. Just oh. send it to me and sign it, and I'll take it up there and deliver it personally, okay?
0: Sounds good. You know, we're going to send you a copy of the book, Red-Eared Sliders, uh, by Katrina Smith, and then uh, when I get your address of Zach, I'll send that on, and then you can forward it on to Bart for us, Okay
1: i will give it to him. He could read it. He'd be back in about two or three weeks, okay? Sounds
0: good. You know, when you talk hey, to, him, to him, tell him I'm I thinking about Jerry.
1: him. I will say hello to Jerry and Altona P.A., okay? Sounds good. Thanks, Horace. Hey, thanks. Stay in the line. Hey, y'all, great. I want to come to NIC one day.
0: All right, Horace. We'll be waiting yeah, for man, it. Knock you. Knock on that door. Be a
1: movie star one day, okay? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> thanks, Horace. That's Horace out there in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, Yeah, Bart Walker is the owner of our Nashville station, the Murfreesboro, Tennessee station. And uh, I didn't know, actually, that he had triple bypass. Uh, I had double bypass, and um, I know exactly what he's going through. So it's very, very tough surgery. So hopefully he's doing okay. But you'll do well if you're listening, Bart, right now. And uh, if you are listening to your station, uh, we all send our love. So um, hopefully you're doing okay and you're able to tune on to the radio. But once again, the number is 866 606 TALK, 866 606 8255. Katrina, when you have these red haired sliders, like for instance, Horace, you know, if he's thinking uh-huh. about getting one, can you put like a group of them together? Or you had mentioned something about aggression and all. Um, how do you like, I know with dogs, like with Karen's case, if she's in- introducing dogs, there's a certain way of doing it, but can you introduce sliders?
4: Well, it's the thing is, like dogs, they're all very individualistic. You know, each one has a different personality, even though it may be hard to imagine a turtle having a personality, but it's, you just never know if you, two males make it along in an aquarium indoors, but we've seen a lot of aggression with two females even raised together from hatchlings. They hit about the teenage age, per se, that's about six inches, and all of a sudden they start fighting. If you have a big enough pond, like if you have a three, four, or five hundred gallon pond in your backyard and it's fenced in, you have a better chance of them getting along that way. But two sliders in an indoor aquarium, you just never know what they will get along or not.
0: Don't go away. We'll be right back with Katrina Smith, the author of Red-Eared Sliders, Animal Planet TFH Publications. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance.
5: We'll be right back right after these messages. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order. And free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Whether they're big, small, hairy, or whatever, you're going to need gear for your feet. And Kids Foot Locker's got all the great shoes and gear that'll get you in the game. Go to kidsfootlocker.com and enter the code AFPLR1KF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFPLR2KF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at kidsfootlocker.com. And cover those funky feet. Every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet
0: With this hour's talking pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Miami, Florida, Western Lowland Gorilla was born on Father's Day at Zoo Miami. Now, workers found the newborn next to its 14-year-old mother, Kumbuka, when they arrived for work on Sunday. The baby's gender hasn't been determined. The mother and baby are currently on display. The father is 32-year-old JJ, who was who has uh, actually four offspring. Karen.
2: In California, the National Park Service is limiting water access off Stinson Beach after a great white shark was spotted. A Coast Guard helicopter saw the animal, which appears to be between 8 and 10 feet long, about 200 to 300 yards off the northern part of the beach. John?
0: Out of Kalispell, Montana, a young grizzly bear with a history of killing chickens and goats was captured and euthanized. The State Department of Fish and Wildlife Park said the bear was trapped 10 miles southwest of Trigo. The bear was suspected of killing 11 chickens along West 14 Creek.
2: In Arnold's Park, Iowa, the Iowa Department of National Resources is warning swimmers of a parasite that causes something called swimmers' itch at Iowa's Great Lakes. The DNR says the parasite causes welts and itching. It lasts a few weeks. It is not life-threatening. John?
0: Uh, I've been under the weather all week, but I know I don't have that because I haven't been itching. Oh, well, Amanda, you were itching when you walked in here today, weren't
2: you? Yes, I was.
3: Do
0: <laughs> you way. any swimming lately? In the Great Lakes?
3: <laughs> no, just in the rain while gardening, that's all.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. Out of Omaha, Nebraska, visitors to the Henry Dorley Zoo can help name two of the zoo's newest residents. The zoo asks for name suggestions for twin female white-handed gibbons uh, that were born on April 13th. The twin's parents, Chewy, the mom, and Stevie, the dad, um, all also live at the zoo. Names will be accepted through July 4th. Zookeepers will announce the winning names on July 22nd.
2: In Matthews, Indiana, the town's statue of Garfield the cartoon cat is being moved to Town Hall to save it from vandalism. Council President David Lower said that vandals had damaged the statue at his former location near a covered bridge. The statue is away for repairs, but Lower hopes to have it installed at its new site by July the 1st. Garfield creator Jim Davis is an area native.
0: And you are listening to Talkin' Pets. We recommend that you check out our website, TalkinPets.com. There's a lot of information on there about animals and all, and also movies because I am a critic. So you can check out my reviews on there at TalkinPets.com. No G in the talking. You can watch us live on the webcam as well. Just say at the top of the homepage, watch live, and we'll wave at you. And uh, by the way, we're speaking with Katrina Smith. She's the author of Red Eared Sliders. We have a contest going for a prize package from Earth-Friendly Natural Pet. And so far, uh, Nowzad is in the lead and Milo Sanctuary right behind them. Dog days are over anytime soon. No. Do you? No. I think they're just getting longer and longer. Right, Karen? Especially yours, because you're always working with dogs. Yes. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Hey, by the way, gang, don't forget, um, you can register on our Facebook fan page by going to TalkinPets.com for a contest that we're running. And not only you, but if you nominate a shelter in your area... If you have the most likes on the comment, when you make a comment, and you have the most people liking you on our Facebook fan page, uh, we're going to send out a prize package from Earth-Friendly Natural Pet, not only to you, but to the shelter that you nominate as well. So far in the lead, uh, Nowzad, which I want to recommend, actually. I know that organization recently because uh, that's Soldiers Dogs in Afghanistan, and there's a whole story behind that that I want you to check out and read. I put it on our news section on our homepage as well. You'll see news stories like ASPCA, HSUS, and... And um, different organizations like the soldier's dogs, soldier dogs in uh, Afghanistan. And there's a whole little ride up there in that little home, on my homepage um, of that news section. So check it out and read it. Um, a lot of pet people have read it so far. And basically, this organization, if a soldier loses his life over in Afghanistan, a lot of these soldiers have befriended dogs and puppies out there, and the other soldiers are trying to transport these dogs or puppies to that soldier's family, their wives or their kids. And um, it costs a lot of money to do that, to send that dog back over here to the states. So if you can help out, that organization, that is what they do. And they are playing in our contest here. And so far, they're number one. So they got a lot of likes, apparently. Um, so check that out, please. And also, uh, Milo's Sanctuary is in second place right behind Now's Ad. So keep it going, gang. And register your likes on there. That's TalkinPets.com. Go to our Facebook fan page. Also, we have Twitter, too, if you want to join that as well. Please do. Uh, we have about 5,000 people following us so far. We'd like to see that grow and grow and a lot more. But give us a call if you've got a question for Katrina Smith. She's the author of Red-Eared Sliders from Animal Planet. It is available in bookstores. It's available online. It's put out through TFH Publications. And um, you can also get it in like Petco, in your pet, uh, pet stores as well. And it's highly recommended because this book not only has great pictures in it, but the information that you need to know if you are going to raise a red-eared slider. And Karen, you had a question about temperatures, right?
2: Yes, I did. It, I, I noticed that 70, uh, looks like 2 to 78, I think, were optimum temperatures. And mm-hmm. it, it, a sick ones should go up to 85. In Florida, sometimes the water can be hotter than 80. It could be 88 or 90. Is that detrimental? Well, um, you,
4: you figure in, in the wild, there's a lot of different, there's a lot more room, and they have more options to where they can go. If it gets too warm, they can bury down in the mud at the bottom of the pond or the lake. Where if you're in captivity and you have it too hot, there's nowhere for them to go that they can escape the heat. So it's it's better not to keep it too hot. I wouldn't go above 85, but I'm sure that if they're in Florida, they can bury in the mud or go into a deeper lake or even to a stream that might have cooler water. Katrina, what's a lifespan generally under good <laughs> conditions? Well, um, right now I know of one that's in, that's up for adoption that's 23 years old. Wow. And there was one in Catonsville, Maryland, that was 67 years old. That's old? extreme, 67.
0: That is extreme, because isn't the average, is it what, thirty? maybe?
4: Oh, no, the average is should be 15, 20, if they're well cared for. Now, you're probably thinking of back in the 70s, a lot of people had the little babies, and they were pretty much sold as disposable pets, and they didn't live very long. But these days, when we have more information and there's more products available, if they're cared for properly, they can easily live 20, 30, even 40 years.
0: Now, that's important, what you said right there, if they're care- cared for properly. And a lot of people <clears throat> like to get exotics, which, of course, a red-eared slider is. And they'll, they'll purchase a reptile like this, thinking that it's cute, it'd be different, and I want one for the kids, but they don't do their homework. So it's important that they get a book like yours, right?
4: Right, and there's, what you said, people get them for their kids, there's a big problem because dorm rooms and a lot of landlords don't allow large aquariums, and in their mind, a large aquarium is anything over 20 gallons, and 20 gallons is way too small for an adult slider, so if, you know, if a junior goes off to college, you've got to decide who takes care of the turtle afterwards.
0: You know, a lot of people have been concerned, too, when you're caring for these turtles, you've heard some stories about, like, salmonella and everything, is that... Still possible. I mean, any
4: recommendations? Yeah, um, it's back in '75 they passed a law saying you couldn't sell the baby turtles because a lot of children were getting them as children's pets and playing with them and then sticking their fingers in their mouths and getting salmonella. So they figured if they were a little bit bigger, four inches, they were less likely to be purchased for children's pets. But the thing is, any reptile of any size could potentially have salmonella. So so can any animal, but reptiles more so. So if you do get a reptile, especially a turtle, you want to make sure you always wash your hands after you handle the turtle. You don't want to pour turtle water down the kitchen sink. Uh, if you pour it in, you know, like down, the, down the bathroom sink, you want to make sure you bleach the counter afterwards or disinfect it. But we have a lot of families. Uh, I'm part of the Mid-Atlantic Turtle and Tortoise Society, and we have a lot of members that have raised their families around the turtles without any problems, but they've made sure they wash their hands after they handled the turtle. So it just takes a little common sense sometimes.
0: Yeah, I and I think that's lacking a lot (laughs) (laughs) with many people, I think.
4: Well, that's also one of the problems is even though it's illegal to sell the little tiny babies, people will still find them in some places like on vacation tour spots, and they'll be told they won't get any larger. And you have this little quarter size, cute, darling animal, and you're told it won't get any larger, when the reality is, you know, in a few years, you're, you may need a seventy-five gallon tank.
0: You know, I remember remember the pot-bellied pigs. Yes, when mm-hmm. they were when they were popular, um, people were going out and saying, "Oh, get these little pigs!" And you know, I'm, I'll never forget. I was at a flea market one day in the area where I live. Oh I'm, lord! <laughs> I am walking through there, and this woman goes and she's walking around with this little pot-bellied pig, about this smaller than a shoebox. And all of a sudden, she's like, Oh, it's so cute. And she's telling these people next to me, and this was years ago. um, She's like, Oh, it's only going to stay this big. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? (laughs) I just, you know, I just, (laughs) I was like, Do you know how big that pig's going to (laughs) get?
2: I have some land in the Everglades I'd like to sell you. (laughs) It's it's
0: amazing because, you know, another thing when people get animals like this or, you know, sliders or whatever, they don't do their homework. They don't look at, you know, how it's going to grow. It's the same premise with dogs. I mean, people go out and they purchase a puppy, you know, or they go to their local shelter and get one there, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's a puppy, it's so cute, it's adorable. Well, you know, it's going to grow up to be a big dog. Exactly. And, and then it's like, oh, it's not as cute anymore, and oh, it's too big, or, you know, no. You know, you've got to do your homework first, and when you get an animal, you know, make sure you're making a commitment for life. But another thing, too, is food. I mean, what, what's the average diet on these guys on sliders?
4: Well, fortunately, these days, it's a lot better than it was back in the 70s. There are some really excellent commercial pellets available in the pet stores. Reptomen and Missouri brands are really good. And in addition to that, I should say these animals eat only in the water. So you can't put food on the land and expect them to eat it. You have to feed them in the water. And in addition to the pellets, you can offer them lots of greens and vegetables. In fact, earlier... Uh, before I went on the show, I was out picking mulberry leaves for some of the turtles. And How
0: many turtles do you have?
4: I uh, only have a handful.
0: <laughs> oh, I have 105. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, I only have a
4: handful, but a lot of aquatic turtles eat uh, mulberry leaves, certain weeds you can even pick out of your yard, store-bought greens and vegetables. And if, if you really want to give them a treat, you can offer a plain co- uh, excuse me a plain piece of cooked chicken or shrimp or even an earthworm. But for the most part, pellets can make up the bulk of the diet these days. Do you have to offer it underwater? You, you sprinkle it on top of the surface of the water, and they'll come up and great, eat the food. And you only have to feed them every other day.
0: You know, I noticed in your book here on page 69, um, you mentioned in the eats department, pinkies.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, if someone has snakes, they're familiar with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could, I could not. I mean, unless it was already dead...
4: You know. Oh, yeah. Well, we um, a, lot of, a lot of reptile keepers buy pre-killed frozen.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the route that I would have to go. You know, it's funny because yeah. before we go out to a break real quick, speaking of pinkies, there was, the story i got to tell you is that I was in a studio at SeaWorld one day doing a show, and they brought a penguin in. And I'm sitting there on the air, and all of a sudden, this penguin started hacking something up like a hairball. Ah. This thing flew across the room, landed in my lap, and and the woman screams, It's a pinky!
4: Oh. I'm like, Oh my God, it's a finger! <laughs> no,
0: it was actually one of those little pinkies, because I guess they feed them the penguins. It's The
4: well. pinky mouth. I okay, think maybe cute. it snapped Start off familiar.
0: someone's finger and spit it out at me.
4: Oh it's a baby mouth. <laughs>
0: Because Karen's looking at me here, you know, and if anybody's on the webcam, Karen's like, a finger? No. <laughs> oh,
1: <because laughs> Education. How important. That <laughs> figures. So I mean, now, so,
4: sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll get a snake person that keeps a lot of snakes, and then all of a sudden they get a turtle.
5: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like,
2: So how do you feel about cat
5: condos? We can say from experience,
2: Feels like home. For her.
5: Enter the code LUCKY10, L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com.
0: Hi, this is Tim Link,
5: host of Animal
0: Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best selling pet related authors, award winning writers, and journalists, and bloggers. We'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first-hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights.
5: Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
3: saves dogs life with the Talking Pets News Brief by Amanda Page. A Facebook connected a dog on death row in Miami with its new owner in Michigan. Nick, a two-year-old pit bull terrier, was featured on Facebook escaping being euthanized by Miami-Dade Animal Services. Steven Jordan, a Facebook user and now Lifesaver, flew all the way from Michigan to rescue Nick, who was facing death at a high-kill shelter. A group of Miami, Miami animal rescuers started the Facebook page Urgent Dogs of Miami, which features dogs who will be euthanized if they're not adopted. More than 100 dogs have been saved since January. A lot of us are full-time, have full-time jobs. We dedicate ourselves on ourselves to rescuing dogs and cats, Eloise Rodriguez said. It's the only way to get the dogs out of Miami Animal Kill shelters. More than 20,000 animals every year. Jordan said amazing things. On the very day Nick was scheduled to be euthanized, he was the canine or he saw the canine's picture on Facebook and immediately fell in love. When I discovered Nick on Facebook, there was a time period there I wasn't sure we would be able to get things done in time to save him, and that was very emotional, but it worked, Jordan said. So that's pretty much it. Excitement time. Reporting for Talking Pets. I'm Amanda Page.
0: you Talking Pets. Uh, we need you now. I'm John Patch.
2: I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page.
0: We're speaking with Katrina Smith. She's the author of Red-Eared Sliders from TFH Publications, Animal Planet. By the way, the first call to come in to Zach, our producer right now at 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255 will automatically get a copy of Red-Eared Sliders from Katrina Smith. So call right now and the book is yours. 866-606-8255. We're holding what it looks like up to the webcam right now. So if you're on our webcam, you can actually see the book. And it's by Katrina Smith. Again, Red-Eared Sliders. First call, 866-606-8255, and the book is automatically yours. Call right now, and you'll get a copy of Red-Eared Sliders. You know, um, Katrina, when we were talking about these guys, we went over, like, a whole bunch of stuff, you know, from feeding to habitat and everything else. But what about vet care? Is it recommended that they get checkups? Like, because, yeah. you know, we got to take our dogs and cats in for regular checkups. Turtles, too?
4: Yeah, it's not a bad idea to go once a year, or once every two years, just for a well pet check to make sure everything's going right. Um, if, and not all vets will see turtles. Not all vets should see turtles. So it's a good idea to ask around, maybe ask your vet if you have just a dog or cat now and you're considering a turtle. Ask your vet if he can recommend a reptile specialist in your area. Uh, in Maryland, we're very lucky to have several reptile vets. Um, I couldn't do what I do without Dr. Gold at Chadwell Animal Hospital. Um, but, yeah, look, look ahead first and make sure there's someone in your area that will see a turtle because there, there are specialized problems for reptiles, and not all reptiles can take all medications that you can give to dogs and cats. Like there's a dewormer, ivermectin, that will kill a turtle, but it's used regularly in dogs and cats. And all vets are aware of that.
0: What about for the instance of uh, mosquitoes?
4: Mosquitoes, normally it's not a problem for your turtle. If you have an outdoor pond and you get a problem with mosquitoes in your pond, they sell mosquito dunks that you can drop into your pond and it kills the turtle. I mean, excuse me, it kills the mosquitoes, but it's fine for your fish and your turtle.
0: Yeah, we don't want to kill that turtle.
4: No, no, no. Can you train the turtles? Not really. Some of them will. I mean, they learn where the food comes from. Um, if,
2: uh, excuse me, if, um...
0: So it's not like Mary know. had a little lamb that you can actually, you know...
2: Well... If they can learn about the food, I know some trainers <laughs> that would be challenged by this. <laughs> well, they I mean, they, they,
4: they, as soon as they see you coming, they're immediately at the front of the glass, you know, swimming frantically, feed me, feed me, feed me. Okay. They they can learn. D-
0: my fish do that. Okay. On they my think. fish tank? Well, I fish mean, can be
2: trained. There's it, fish agility. Have you yeah, looked it I've, up?
0: I've seen it. <laughs> we, have, we have fish games, actually. Okay. So they can play see. basketball. Yeah.
2: So I mean it's
4: and apparently they learn different keepers like if you have different people in the family and one person always feeds them they learn who that one person is and they can even learn to recognize their voice.
0: You know I don't think we give them a lot of credit. I mean all types of animals because they're very intelligent. They could do things that we can't do.
4: Oh yes, Um, and you know you mentioned the shelters that need support. There are. Hundreds of red-eared slider turtles for adoption in shelters all across the country. Oh my! So, um, like with dogs and cats, it's a good idea to think adoption first if you really want a pet turtle. After you do your research, um,
2: I even didn't find a reptile shelter. I've never even heard of one. I'm sorry.
4: There, there are a lot of
2: rescue groups
4: that specialize in reptiles. There's the Northern Virginia, excuse me, not Northern Virginia, the Virginia Reptile Rescue. There's Charm City Reptile Rescue in Baltimore, uh, Forgotten Friends in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And even your local dog and cat shelter will often get turtles in. Um, Apartment evictions, owners passing away, or just the turtle gets too big. Like I said, people think it's going to stay small and cute and then gets bigger than they expected and they either don't want to upgrade or can't afford a bigger tank.
0: What, what about, like, you see a lot of turtles sometimes, like in the wild even, of course, um, but they get that algae on their shells. Do you recommend taking that off? Or
4: in, in captivity, I recommend taking it off. Algae can hide problems if you start to get shell rot on there. The algae can hide that. And it can also pit the shell somewhat. You figure, well, a turtle is doing what comes naturally in the wild. Things aren't quite as natural in, in an aquarium in your living room. I recommend taking a soft toothbrush once a week or once a month if if you notice the buildup and gently scrubbing it and rinsing it off, and then he can go back in his tank.
0: Well, Katrina, I want to thank you for joining us here on uh, Talking Pets, and great book. I love the book, Red-Eared Sliders Animal Planet, TFH Publications, Katrina Smith. Thanks, and have a great weekend. Oh, you too. Congrats on a fun book. A, A lot of great information in here.
4: Good. I hope it helps some people take better care of their
0: pets. Sounds good. Thanks, Katrina.
3: Bye-bye.
0: That's Katrina Smith, of course, the author of Red-Eared Sliders. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vane.
3: And Amanda Page.
0: Hey, spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. And like Katrina said, do your homework if you're going to get a reptile like a turtle. Thanks for joining us here on Talking Pets.
5: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.